What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener, and today we are talking about one of my favorite techniques that I use in my garden, and that is interplanting. So before we can really define what interplanting is, I need to tell you that it's going to sound a lot like intensive planting, because to me, it is basically another form of intensive planting. So the idea of intensive planting is basically packing as many crops, as many growing things as possible into our gardening space. Now, the reason we do that is really to increase our yields whenever we're growing with limited space. So if you happen to be in an urban area like myself and you don't have all of the land in the world, you can practice this technique to help increase your yields. So What is interplanting? Interplanting is basically the process of planting the space in between our main rows, okay? Now, when I say row, don't think that you have to have a farm or be growing in in in-ground beds to practice this. I do this in some of the raised beds that I have here, okay? All it means is in between our main crops, we're going to go in and grow something else, like I said, in between the rows. So if we have a four by eight raised bed and you plan on growing six tomatoes in there, then you could put the tomatoes equally distanced apart. And then in between them, in that one long row down the middle, you could come in and seed another crop. Now, whatever crop you come in with interplanting, what you're going to want to make sure is that it is a quick crop, meaning it has a short date to harvest or planting to harvest time. And you're going to want to make sure that the crop is able to do well in shaded areas. Okay, so let's take, for example, the tomato, the tomato description that I gave earlier. With the six tomato plants in between, we could come and seed something like radishes. Now, radishes, depending on the variety that you plant, you can be harvesting your radish in 30 days after you drop the seed in the ground. And we all know that it takes more than 30 days for our tomatoes to really get growing, get established, and start just taking off in the garden, okay? So within that first 30 days, after I transplant my tomatoes, on the same day or another day, I'll come in and drop a row of radishes in between. So now in the next 30 days, as the tomatoes begin to grow and the canopies begin to get close to touching, and they're shading all of the area underneath, what ends up happening is I'm able to get a harvest of radishes out of there before all of the light is blocked and the growing conditions change. So like I say, interplanting, interseeding, whatever you want to call it, those terms are really interchangeable. It is a great way to maximize your yield in your garden. That's one reason why I follow this process in my garden. So Like I said, how do we actually go about interplanting? Well, you're going to need to have some sort of knowledge about companion plants because you can't just plant anything next to each other and expect it to thrive. Okay, so you're going to want to pay attention to, you know, quick crops versus long season crops. You're going to want to pay attention to crops that can get started and establish and grow in shaded areas versus full sun. So an example of interplanting is, okay, in the summertime in Houston, okra is just prolific. It's one of the best things to grow. 
Now, we all know ochre gets tall, shoots the leaves out, and it shades the area underneath it. Well, I use this shaded area to start a lot of lettuce seeds or a lot of leafy green seeds that are going to be growing strong throughout the fall. So as my okra grows towards the end of the season of the okra, right before the fall temperatures arrive, I will come in and seed lettuce or sometimes kale, but mostly just lettuce underneath my okra and allow it to grow for a week or two. Then I come in, chop down the okra because it's time for it to finish. And those seedlings are already there. They've already sprouted. They started growing. Now, once I chop down the okra, they get extra sunlight and they just take off. Okay. So what are the benefits to practicing interplanting or this form of intensive planting? Well, one is it helps reduce soil erosion. Why? How? Well, the more things that we're growing in the soil, the more soil that is being used, the less soil that can get washed away whenever it rains or whenever we irrigate our garden. And we all know that it is better to grow something in your garden versus growing nothing at all. Okay. Another benefit to interplanting is the fact that you are really helping to feed and strengthen the soil food web. Like I just said, it's always better to grow something than to grow nothing. And the more things we have growing in our garden, the more you will have to fertilize your garden, the more you'll have to feed your garden, the more all of that life that is in the soil has a chance to interact with roots, has a chance to interact with other life in the soil and just strengthen itself. And the success of your garden is 100% directly related to the strength of your soil food web. I think some people think it's the amount of fertilizer that they put in, but that is not the case. Another reason why I practice interplanting or another benefit of practicing interplanting is it really helps me get rid of a lot of weeds. Any open space in your garden, a weed will try to find a way to grow there. You don't, no matter what you do, the seeds will just blow in. You can keep the garden weed free, but the seeds will land there. And all of a sudden now you have dandelions or you have something you didn't plant sprouting in your garden. But by practicing interplanting, what we're able to do is shade the entire garden, which kind of, you know, it stops the weed seeds from being able to germinate. And it also stops them from even having a place to get started growing. So benefits of interplanting are one, reduced soil erosion. Two, we're increasing the strength of our soil food web. And three, well, the best one, in my opinion, is we're helping to deal with those pesky weeds and keep our garden weed free. That's it. That's all we need to know about interplanting. Like I said, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are already practicing this technique. They just didn't know there was a proper term for it. So keep on planting intensively. Keep on interplanting or interceding. Keep on planting your companion plants. And don't forget to always just grow it. That's it for today's episode, man. You guys have a great day. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview, send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, igrow at Big City Gardener, and check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out!
Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it. <laughs>